You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to these devotions, and I am so glad that you are with us, that we can study God's Word together, whether it be live on YouTube or you're listening through the podcast that we have, uh, Devotionals with Pastor Daniel. I love being able to shepherd people, teach people God's Word, and just to remind him of what God is teaching me uh, and remind him of the truth that God is teaching me. And man, I don't know. I've just been thinking about this week a lot about the, just the gospel. Uh, the gospel literally means good news. It's something that we can smile about, that we can embrace. And we just need to continually be reminded of this good news of Jesus, that, that he gives good news. Um, because oftentimes I think we forget we go to blessings or to try to get grace or favor through our own abilities, works, or even, uh, through other things besides Jesus, what the Bible says, idolatry, you know, I'm studying Exodus 32. It's a crazy story. Excited to share this Sunday, uh, just how the people of God worshiped a calf, a cow, an idol. Um, after they'd seen God do so many miraculous things, what ended up happening is they worship a false God because they were impatient and it's just in our human nature to go and worship. And so when they didn't have the faith to trust God who wasn't there and not seen Moses was on the mountain, uh, they worship something else. And I find that we are like the Israelites. We are like, uh, just impatient, always needed to have faith. God could do so many miraculous things in our life. And yet we still have idolatry in our hearts. Uh, John, um, one scholar, John, uh, I forget his name right now. Uh, famous. I don't want to say John Newton, but I know that's not, that's not it. Uh, he says our hearts, his hearts are like an idol factory. Um, and it's just so true. Like we go to so many different things besides Jesus and then we get disappointed. Uh, we are dissatisfied and yet Jesus tells us to go to him because he does satisfy and we just need reminders. This is why a weekly devotional of just speaking truth, uh, sharing God's word with you is so vitally important. This is why I'm passionate about preaching through books of the Bible and through scripture and giving you a biblical perspective about life because Jesus truly gives us eternal life uh, and he gives us redemption. And this is good news. You see, the good news is we are wickedly horrible than we think. We are sinners. Uh, we try to measure up our, our goodness and our favor and, and approval by God, by what we do. But the Bible says nothing that we can do will ever measure up, that we all fall short of his glory. And that because of that, uh, our rebellion, our sin against him, uh, the wages of sin is death. We need mercy. We need God's grace and his forgiveness. Um, but he doesn't just wipe away our sins with a blind eye. He actually came and died for our sins and paid a debt that we couldn't pay. And so God, in, while we were yet sinners, loved us, died for us, cared for us, uh, established our faith and gave us eternal life. If we put our faith in Jesus, the Bible says we were spiritually dead and now we're spiritually alive in him uh, by uh, faith through grace. It's nothing of our own doing. We can't boast, but God gives us these blessings, this favor, this relationship. Um, and he not only forgives us and takes away the penalty of sin, uh, and the power of sin in our life, but he also gives us a purpose. He gives us his spirit. He empowers us. He gives us his righteousness. Did you know that the father looks at you and I in Christ um, as perfect? He wipes our sins as east as far as to the west, and then he places and deposits uh, in our account righteousness. We are co-heirs of Christ, that God smiles when he looks at us. He sees um 
not only forgiveness, but he sees a son, a daughter that the Bible says we've been adopted into the family of God. You see what happened on the cross is there was this great exchange. Our, our, our debt, the wrath of God was poured upon Jesus. Our debt was forgiven because Jesus took that sin for us. But then Jesus gave us all these blessings, all the spiritual blessings that are found in Jesus that we read about in scripture. We now receive the father looks at us as excellent, as good, as righteous, as beloved, as a saint, uh, man, we need to get this. I found that most Christians, they don't understand the importance of substitutionary atonement, uh, that, that, that we are now in Christ and our union with Christ matters. And so we need to continually wash ourselves in the word of God, in this good news to understand who are we in Christ? You see, our identity matters. Our union with Christ matters, but we need to believe it because when we believe it, we can start receiving the blessings of these truths of the gospel and apply it to our lives and we'll be blessed. And this is why I love Ephesians chapter one, verse three. It says that all spiritual blessings are found in Jesus. This is why we need the word of God to point us to Jesus, to continually be reminded of Jesus. This is why this is good biblical preaching. Jesus, right? Jesus and him crucified. It's good news. And we need reminders of this. Jesus, 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 love the name of Jesus. He is so good. He is so great. It is good news. The good news of Jesus that he forgives, that he redeems, that he loves, that he cares. And we need to embrace these realities in our life. Uh, and it will actually affect our life. Ephesians 1, 3 says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Every spiritual blessing you need is found in the person of Jesus because he did the work on the cross. And now in Christ, we actually have blessing. We have favor. We have grace. We have mercy in Christ. And so, man, what I want to do this devotional is just read a lot of scripture about this phrase in Christ, our identity in Christ, our union in Christ. Uh, we're with Christ. We're in Christ. And what that actually means to wash you in God's word. And just to give you a simple reminder, midweek reminder, right? Uh, just some truth to wash you in God's word because man, I don't, I don't want you going to other things. I want you in the word. I want you going to Jesus. Don't go to the idol of money or status or power or whatever it may be to be satisfied. These different idols. No, go to God. We know in the Israelites in Exodus 32, spoiler alert, they worship an idol. It didn't turn out well for them. There was some death. There was some corruption. There was illness. There was, there was judgment. Man, we need to go to the true and living God to find true blessing, true favor. And so can I wash you? in God's word. I did this on Sunday. It was so beautiful and great before communion. I just simply stated in Christ and just stated true facts about what the Bible says. And what I want to do is dive a little deeper into those statements um, today and just share a declaration and read a verse. And uh, there's maybe 15 of them. We'll just go over them. I'll just wash you in the word. And hopefully it's an encouragement to you. So you understand that there's good news in Jesus. The Bible says that in Christ, I am declared righteous. Romans 5.1 Therefore, since we have been justified, declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You have been declared righteous through God, through His Son Jesus, by the work that He did. And it's our role to believe, to have faith. And when we have this faith, we'll have the peace of God ruling in our hearts. 
because nothing could take away the love of God and this righteousness that he gives us. It's so beautiful. In Christ, I'm resurrected, the Bible says. What a beautiful hope that we have. Romans 6, 5 says, For if we have been united with him, speaking of Jesus, in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Just think about that. In Jesus, you are going to be raised from the dead. Just as Jesus was raised from the dead by the Spirit, you will be raised from the dead by the Spirit and have a body like him. We are not only spiritual beings, but we're physical beings. And our bodies right now will die and corrupt unless the rapture happens. We'll meet the Lord in the air. But if we, most of us, we're going to die. We don't know when that day is going to come. And yet the Bible says you'll still live. God will raise you up. Your spirit will be with Christ and he will give you a new resurrected body to live with him for all eternity. That's a blessing and that's a promise in Christ. He gives eternal life. In Christ, you're no longer a slave to sin. You know, that's the reason why we die. The sting of death is because sin, the penalty of sin is death. But in Christ, he overcame Satan's sin and death. Romans 6, 6 goes on and says, For we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Through Christ, he actually gives you Uh, He frees you from the penalty of sin and also the power of sin. And one day from the presence of sin in heaven. But right now as a child of God in Christ, you are no longer slave to sin. You can fight the flesh, the world and the devil. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and choose to be a slave of righteousness. For God not only saved us by grace, but he gave us great works to do that in Christ. We're no longer slaves to sin, but we can actually now walk in freedom. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And in Christ, there is no condemnation, Romans 8, 1 says. Think about that. There is, therefore, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, the Bible says. You are not condemned. God declares you innocent. You are free and you are innocent and you are loved by Jesus. So you don't have to have shame or have guilt. Your sins are forgiven. There's no condemnation in Christ. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Will you believe that today? See, the Bible says that you are no longer a slave of sin. You're no longer condemnation because you are a new creation in Christ. You were dead and and really uh, was made alive in Christ. You're a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creation. The old have passed away and behold, the new has come. Have you experienced transformation? Do you know uh, that you can't fake it to yourself? That you were dead in one way, this way. And then when you turn to Christ, he changed your heart, transformed you, metamorphosis and made you something new. How beautiful, how awesome is that? God did that work. And he literally transforms us and renews us. Why? Because when we are saved, we actually are reconciled in Christ, reconciled back to God. And when we spend time with Jesus, he transforms us. These are what the spiritual practices or disciplines are. Reading your Bible, going to church, tithing, um, being in fellowship, like fasting, praying. These are all means of God's grace to get to Jesus and be in his presence and to seek him, pursue him. And when you do that, behold him, you become more like Christ. The Bible says second Corinthians five nineteen. it says that is in Christ. 
In Jesus, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and trusting to us the message of reconciliation. There is this good news, this message of reconciliation that you can be reconciled to Christ, uh, to God through Christ. And that's what the gospel does. This is the good news that we get a relationship with God. Do you believe that? Are you enjoying that? Are you calling out to God, praying, talking to him, learning about him, growing in your relationship and love for Jesus? In Jesus, you are reconciled back to God. There is no more sin. So much so the Bible says that in Christ, you're called a saint. Listen to Ephesians 1.1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Paul would address believers as saints. You know, the Catholic Church has made something a saint where they have to die and have all these spiritual uh, highs and be holy and do this, 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 and this. No, Jesus did it all. In Christ, you are a saint. The miracle is not in your efforts. It's in Jesus. We are unified with him. The Father looks at us and we are covered in his blood where he father looks at us as a child as an heir as unified in christ and just as jesus uh, is loved by the father perfectly we are loved by the father perfectly so in christ we are beloved saints of god reconciled to him do you believe that do you receive that in christ you are holy and blameless ephesians 1 4 says even as god chose us in him in jesus before the foundation of the world god chose you he knows you he loves you and guess what that we should be holy and blameless before him in christ we are holy and blameless because the father looks at us as he looks at christ jesus not only forgave sin but he gives us righteousness he gives us his identity he loves us and it's amazing because in Christ, we're a part of God's family. In Christ, I am adopted and in the family of God. Ephesians 1, 5 through 7 says, he also predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, Jesus, we have redemption through his blood meaning his work, his grace, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. In Christ, you were adopted into the family of God. You are adopted. You're in relationship. God chose you for the foundations of the earth to praise God, his glorious grace, to have redemption in Jesus, not by your works, but God's rich riches in his grace, through the blood of Jesus, the work on the cross, this gospel, this good news brings you into family and not only family with God, but reconcile with other people. We have brothers and sisters in Christ. Now you're in relationship and God says there's neither male nor female slave or free that he wants to bring peace and unity through this good news of Jesus, that every tribe, tongue and nation will be worshiping the Lord. And there should be a love overflowing to not only God, but to other people, these great commandments in Christ, this good news of Jesus, we are the family of God and God actually pours out his love into our hearts to love him, to love other people. Romans 5, 5 says, and we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, God himself, the third person of the Trinity now dwells in us. Can you remember that today? In Christ, I am sealed with the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1, 13. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, 
We're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Again, sin is not just taken away, but God gives us himself. He empowers us. He gives us purpose. You've not only have been forgiven, but you've been redeemed. And now there's a great purpose for you. And the Holy Spirit dwells in us. As soon as you're saved, you're baptized in the Spirit, immersed. And the Spirit of God dwells with you. And He empowers you. And He ministers to you and comforts you and teaches you the Word and points you to Jesus and the Father. Sealed in the Spirit means it's not by your might, by your strength, but by the Spirit of God. He who began a good work will complete it. No one can snatch you out of the, the Father's hands. In Christ, you are sealed with the Spirit. He is our guarantee. He is the one that seals you, and God alone will get you through. So cool, so incredible, right? You need to remember this. Did you have a bad week? Well, you're sealed in Christ. It's amazing. The Holy Spirit seals us. Again, in Christ, Colossians 3, 12 says that I am chosen by God, holy and beloved. Put on then as chosen God's ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Because God loves us so much. Because we are responding to this gospel. We are now to respond in kindness, compassionate heart, humility, meekness, patience. And we are holy and beloved. You are loved by God. You are set apart. You are special is the whole that, that holy word. Why? Because God loves you. And you're forgiven. In Christ, you are forgiven. Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. In Jesus, we have forgiveness of sins. And now we can just rely on God's grace and allow that love to affect our life to actually minister to other people. You see, in Christ, and I'll finish here because I know I'm going on and on and on because you can go on and on and on. It's good news. It's gospel. It's what we need to be reminded. But in Christ, I am what I am, Paul said, by the grace of God. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace towards me was not in vain. And the on the contrary, uh, work harder than any of them, though it is not I, but the grace of God that is in me. Because of God's grace, you are who you are. God has graced you with this life that you have, the breath that you have, the gifts that you have, the talent that you have. Everything about your life is preordestined, ordained, and, and sent out. God knows you. He knows every hair on your head, cares for you, loves you, and realizes you aren't even perfect. You're never going to measure up. And he still gives grace. In Christ, you are what you are by the grace of God. Will you embrace that? And in your weakness, will you say God is strong? You see, our identity in Christ really does matter. All spiritual blessings are found in him. And when we know our identity, embrace it in Christ, we'll be able to walk in this union with Christ that actually matters because what you believe affects your behavior. So now I don't have to feel guilty or shame. I can confess my sins. I could be real. I can know that, man, the love of God is with me and it affects everything that I do. And this truly is good news. And so be reminded of that today. Celebrate that today. Have the peace of God rule your heart and enjoy the relationship you have, that you're reconciled, that you're declared righteous, that you're going to be raised from the dead. You're no longer a slave of sin. There's no condemnation in Christ. You're a new creation. You're reconciled to God. You're a saint, holy, beloved, 
blameless. You're adopted in the family of God, sealed with the Holy Spirit, can be empowered by the Holy Spirit because your sins are forgiven. And now, because God chose you and loves you and cares for you, live for him. Die to yourself. Pick up the cross. Understand your identity in Jesus. And go on and tell other people about this gospel, this good news of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God to save from faith to faith. He declares us righteous as we trust and believe in him. So keep trusting him and keep rejoicing in the good news of the gospel in Christ. All spiritual blessings are found in him. May we continue to go to him over and over again, moment by moment. And may we be reminded from his word until he comes and we see the living word face to face. Amen. I hope that was encouraging to you. I know it was for me. It's something I've just been thinking about, pondering on, and um, I'm sure I can go over and over and on and on and on about these things, but uh, man, we want to just make these devotionals 15, 20 minutes, so that way you're blessed and encouraged through the word, and uh, we will talk to you and see you on the next video.